Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, we begin the podcast with all the Premier League reaction on TalkSport after Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea debut ended in a goal of straw with Wolves. Burnley beat Aston Villa in a thriller, not in Manila. And of course, unbelievably, I don't know how this even happened. I can't believe I'm saying it. Manchester United lost to Sheffield United. Here's how it all sounded. Can't wait for this on the TalkSport Network. Sheffield United, who've not won at Old Trafford since Boxing Day of 1973, might be about to end their hoodoo at this ground. Oh, top of the league. Sometimes. Sometimes I hate doing this show. Tees it back for Burke, who shoots right foot in, it's deflected in, and Sheffield United lead at Old Trafford once again. I mentioned Bird Box in, in, in the commentary because it reminded me of the film. It was like Manchester <laughs> United players were so static. We dominated possession, we, uh, we had more shots than them, but they've got players as well that can hurt us. We didn't deserve the, the points. We have just thrown any chance of winning the league away. Oh, don't be so Sheffield silly. Sheffield United team... 5 0 on Saturday. They will destroy them. The players that were chose, I think there was a little bit of uh, not enough respect given to Sheffield United from the start. I think so. That comes from the technical area. No, we just didn't perform well enough. Well on the par. We didn't create enough. We didn't have the um, the quality to open up a, a very compact and good defence. Martial is not good enough as a number nine. Never will be. Never has been. Get rid at the end of the season. He's absolutely pathetic. Cavani should have started. W- what goes on in our first half? Why doesn't he send the lads out? Like Man City mentality. Within 20 minutes, half an hour, they're, they're always in front virtually. The same thing tonight. Again, so slow. We start so slow. It's ridiculous. We should be able to field a team team without Cavani and Marshall up top against bottom play Sheffield United and comfortably win the game. You're absolutely right. But when it doesn't happen, you've got to say, which which was the more important game? No, this but that's is, hindsight. No, you, no, I, I would have picked this team tonight. You would have picked that I team. Picked this you would have picked Turns That reason for the defeat tonight was nothing to do with Solskjaer. Jagielka, 38 years old. Yeah. Boss that game tonight. Yeah. Absolutely bossed it. Yeah. Well, Arsenal will beat United on Saturday. You're so positive, aren't you, John? You're so positive. I'm, I'm not deluded like you, mate. You on this radio station. No, deluded. But... What are we going to win this season? Nothing. Chris Wilder, typically sheepish in his reaction, bumps fists with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's a tremendous win for Sheffield United. I think from 
from our point of view as, as a football club, and especially when you look at our, you know, our starting eleven tonight, I think outfield players cost about two and a half million pound. So we're right up against it straight away. Um, we've got a few injuries. It's almost like a, a championship-funded Premier League side, isn't it? It is. And uh, they're, they're superseding every expectation, I'm sure. It's not going to do the players any harm coming up against world-class players and getting a result like that. That's why you get, you know, the credit to these teams, these consistent teams like Manchester United have been that week in week out they, they produce performances and we've got to make sure that we produce a level of performance that shows what we're about and, and shows the identity of the team which I thought we showed tonight. Thomas Tuchel said his job as head coach was like being the conductor of an orchestra. Well he got a little tune out of Chelsea but the harmonies weren't quite there. It's finished Chelsea nil. Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. We've got all the attacking flair but they're just not getting the goals at this moment in time and I think if you're a Chelsea fan watching this you'd come away scratching your head going I didn't really learn too much. What excites you about working in the Premier League? Well the league itself this club in this league is, is simply amazing. I, You know I had a job wise a, a pretty Christmas so, <laughs> so and suddenly uh, it feels like I, I found the best present and I forgot the best present under the Christmas tree and suddenly it's it's, it's there and Tielemans right foot shot from him oh it's oh. foul ball by Pickford it's a terrible moment for the Everton goalkeeper Leicester are level it wasn't such a huge deflection where the goalkeeper can jump across to his right hand side and make that save he should have made that save Russ a couple of times just before that he cleared his lines really well Jordan he commanded his six yard area. Is it the right word to say? Did he let his team down? It probably is, yeah. He let his side down. They could have won that mm. match tonight. Vidra's there. Uses McNeil. His crossing is met by a header which goes in off the post and it's Chris Wood and Burnley have come from behind and Chris Wood can't shield his delight. What a comeback by Burnley. They were just rampant first half. Aston Villa played some lovely football. Oh! Ross Barkley who struck it left footed on the volley and he's hit the crossbar somehow and come out probably rude the chances that they miss now but what a way to come back into this by Burnley showed real determination at half time I said to the players I said I don't think they can be a strong second half and we can do miles better um, so there was no shout nor screaming it was just like pointing what I felt was the obvious and I think second half was a complete different feel to the half by us getting on the front foot without possession and then playing when we could and being effective with possession and then the mentality we've never lacked that so the mentality to see the game through we've never been short of that I don't feel we should have been at least three goals up at half time it would have been game over and I've just said to the players it's a difficult league to win in we've just thrown three points away today we've we've really poor defending you know to, to basic basic errors really Brighton's long 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 wait for victory here at the Amex continues 14 matches without victory on their own soil it finishes Brighton nil Fulham nil we've drawn too many you know it's those margins that can maybe go your way or that little bit of luck or our performance has to improve to turn those margins in your favour our away record has been good as well so that has helped us but uh, clearly it's something we have to improve as well my main focus now is working with a team like it has been from the outset really keep working hard keep giving ourselves an opportunity keep improving a young squad this to be honest with you you look at the Premier League experience in this team and it's minimal the main focus from me is um, I think it's clear where we need some help but if that doesn't come we'll keep working as hard as we can and we'll keep developing this team to, to try and get results in this division so they go into the next game against West Brom knowing that they can't afford to lose even more so I think it's a must win game for both sides 
Now, you might recall this rather emotional West Ham caller in the last episode of the podcast as they climbed up to fourth in the Premier League. All 11, superb. I was in tears ringing my... I, I woke up my grandson. So can West Ham get into Europe? And is David Moyes all that? Well, let's find out now from Simon Jordan, Adrian Durham, as well as two former Hammers, Carlton Cole and Trevor Sinclair. David Moyes needs a lot of credit from this. To start with, he changed the shape because the team were leaking goals. The amount of work that goes into the players to understand that formation, understand their individual roles is superb. We look like a group of fit hungry athletes that takes a lot of work that takes strength and conditioning that takes fitness work there was no mobility before Moyes came in there was there was a tired lack of energy uh, mentality about the group and there was no spark now they've got all of that West Ham United mixing shoulders with England's elite clubs right now we were sitting here like the start of the season thinking oh could be a really um, hard season for everybody yeah. here and then and all the well. fans remember fans were phoning in saying the board um, battering the board and didn't want them going any further with us and telling us to sell up Natalie what do these West Ham fans want why is it they habitually complain on the eve of a new season when they should be right behind Moyes, right behind West Ham, and dare I say it, right behind Gold, Sullivan and Brady? Look what's happening now. And when, there's, when you're going through a bad patch in life, something good that comes on the other side, trust me. And um, just thank you for the fans for hanging in there and um, believing in the boys because the boys are just performing at the moment. It will come again because there will be a segment of West Ham fans the moment something that doesn't go right for West Ham, which inevitably will happen at some point. That pressure will come on again from certain segments of the West Ham fans. But you have to give them credit. They stumbled back on David Moyes. And David Moyes and that group of players are the components that are making this club successful. And he's been turned in by Socek. His second, West Ham second. And from 1-0 down after three minutes... David Moyes' men have turned it right around. He's an absolutely different kind of player, but in terms of the impact, Suchek is the Payette this season for West Ham, isn't he? I mean, he's oh. unbelievable. Oh, I go back to that season, ironically enough, when Leicester won the title, 15-16, and Slaven Bilic's West Ham were brilliant. Payette was was flying, and I think you finished four points away from the top four, and the run yeah. at the end of the season dropped so many points, and when you look back at that, who knows what could have happened had you maintained that form. Newcastle United have confirmed the appointment of Graham Jones to the club's first-team coaching staff. So, does this mean that things could get better for manager Steve Bruce? Well, we can hear now from Katie Price's ex-husband, Simon Jordan, and Trevor Sinclair, as well as former Newcastle players, including Ryan Taylor, who played under Brucey at Wigan and Hull. But first, here's Warren Barton. I don't see too many signs of them getting out of this. And it really hurts me when people say we're looking at to see what West Brom are doing and, mm. and Sheffield United. That's what a big concern for me. And you know how I felt, you know, I spoke to you a few weeks ago and the situation with the club and the players. But what I don't particularly like is where it's become a bit of a laughing stock. You know, when he said, I'm going to do it my way and the Elvis and Franks and Archer. This ain't funny. This is really, really not funny because forget about a takeover bid. If you end up in a championship, you could end up like Leeds was for 13 years in it uh, and mm-hmm. trying to get out of it. So this ain't laughing now. We didn't play the game as a young kid, watching the other players have the ball and us just defending deep and off you go. You enjoy it and I'll just sit here and, and defend. just looks to me some of the players at Newcastle at the present moment by um, those habits of not really having. 
seem to be enjoying it and um, you need to change that quick. They are in a relegation situation because if you look at their next fixtures, they've got Everton next and then in February they've got Palace, Southampton, Chelsea, Manchester United and Wolves. By the end of February, they could find themselves in the bottom three and looking like they're favourites to go down. You know, I love Steve because I've had him twice as manager. He's yeah. a great guy and I'm sure the players really like him too, but you look at him on the sideline, he seems so stressed. And unfortunately, we're in a bad run I don't think I've ever been in such a poor run. He could actually be ill off what he's going through uh, and it's not good for him and it's not good for the fans either. From an outside point of view, looking at it, I do think, and so do a lot of people, let's talk to Graham Soon, let's talk to people that have managed that football club. Everyone talks about the expectations of Newcastle fans and the moment you say that, they say, we haven't got any expectations, all we expect is a decent side. No, they you've be won nothing, you've achieved very little, you're just a big football club in a community. Spurs boss Jose Mourinho has been speaking to TalkSport ahead of their game with Liverpool tonight. A game you can hear live on TalkSport. We'll get Jurgen Klopp's take shortly, but first, this is the special one who's been telling the moosey one, a.k.a. Ian Abrahams, that despite having three games in one week, his players were enduring a far worse fixture pile-up back in August. I don't want to moan. I don't want to, to complain. We have to do it. I know it's very difficult. It's very hard. But if uh, we are speaking about three matches per week with uh, always two, three days in between, it's doable. It's not a crime. A crime was in August where we played four matches in, in a week with one day in between matches. And we did that for two weeks, seven matches in two weeks. That's a crime. But to play three matches in a week is a difficulty, but it's doable. But you have to use your squad. You have to play players. That's why you need the squad. Firmino sprinted to the 2,000 fans in the cop to celebrate at a very, very late stage of the game. It's Liverpool 2, Tottenham 1. We want to be the team nobody wants to play against. And we have the chance to, to be that team tomorrow night. People told us we are the best team in the world, which we never were, but that's not a problem. We could be the best team in the world. We can still be the best team in the world. That's good. But we have to prove that on the pitch again. And we will. We are on fire, if you want to strike back. I'm not a friend of Jürgen because I never had time with Jürgen. Uh, Nuno, he was my player. Uh, Brendan, he worked in my in my club for a couple of years uh, together. So when you have something in common, when you know the person well, you can say, I like him, he's my friend. I don't like him, he's not my friend. With Jürgen, is five minutes before a match, five minutes after a match. What can I say about Jürgen? He's a colleague that I respect, that I don't have any problem with, with him. And I believe he's the same with uh, with me, no problems at all. Now, are parties all that? Well, of course they are. But that was the question Adrian Durham was asked on Drive. How typical of Adrian? We didn't see that one. Co- oh, that's meant to say Arsenal's Thomas party, all that. Okay, my mistake. Well, Adrian can tell us the answer to that. I found a lot of other decent midfielders of his type uh, in the Premier League, and he doesn't make the top ten. So you got uh, there's two better ones at West Ham. We've been talking about Rice and Suchek. There's two better across uh, North London at Spurs and Dombele and Hoiberg. Uh, Gundogan has been playing more advanced, but he has played deeper as well. He's better. Rodri played brilliant last night. He's better. Tielemans and Didi Allen. Calvin Phillips, twice the player. Eve Bissouma, Jordan Henderson, <laughs> Fabinho, Fernandinho. The list You've goes on. Well, hang on a second, because Thomas Partey has played eight Premier League games. They've uh, lost half of them. Uh, He's completed 90 minutes twice. So why don't we come back at the end of the season, or maybe even next year, and make a judgment then? Because this is classic <laughs> Gooners, isn't it? Torreira's brilliant. Gwendouzi's brilliant. They're all brilliant when they haven't barely played a game. You know what's coming, don't you? Odegaard hasn't even played yet. He's brilliant. Oh, and by the way, 
you know how to pronounce his name? Because he's done a video, how to pronounce his own name. And you actually pronounce it Erdiger. Do you think any commentator is going to say Erdiger? That's it for another podcasty thing. Let me remind you, you can hear live and exclusive radio commentary tonight from 8.15 of Spurs against Liverpool. I'll be back, of course, at 10pm tonight on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, taking your calls on all of the above. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening on Acast, Spotify, Apple Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for downloading. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.